What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sound Money Podcast. I am your host, Steve McGarry, where we discuss everything about new businesses leveraging new technologies. And in today's special episode, I sit down with Blake Hutchinson, the CEO of Flippa.com, the number one marketplace for buying and selling websites, applications, and pretty much all other digital assets. I'm super excited about this specifically because I've been a diehard fan of Flippa for a little over two or three years now. And Blake just joined the company about nine months ago. They're signing up a little over 4,000 buyers and sellers each month. So 4,000 buyers and then 4,000 sellers. So thousands and thousands of businesses being sold every month through their platform. And it was, it was a lot of fun to sit down with Blake. He joined the company nine months ago. We talked about all the different topics from the size of the team. They're distributed across all the different countries that they're in. We talked about their traction in terms of their numbers that I just mentioned and more. And he also gave me some insights into the features that have stood out to them the most, which it's actually quite surprising that the the watch feature is probably the most coveted, I would say, uh, when from the interview and also in my opinion. And he nailed on that, and I was I was really excited that he brought that up because I've used the watch feature all the time on Flippa. I love it, and I think that when I first started talking to Blake and he started really sharing his background and and some of the things that led him um, to to start up Flippa. I mean, he was running. Uh, $300 million business beforehand. And he was actually a seller on Flippa before he you know, eventually came to be CEO of Flippa. And I found that to be really interesting because I've said time and time again that when CEOs take their hands out of the inbox or off of the you know customer support ticket, they are losing a little bit of a sense of what it's like for the customer to use their product or their service. And I think the fact that Blake came into the business as a seller, firsthand experience what it was like to be a part of this marketplace is is pretty phenomenal. And it's, it's a, a case in point towards that statement that I always talk about where you need to really get in touch with your customers and understand their their feedback. So in the, uh, in the interview, we talked about a lot of different things that I mentioned, but my opinion of Flippa that I touch on in the interview you'll hear is the fact that when in the United States we deal with non-accredited and accredited. Accredited means that as a household you make $250,000 a year and you usually have a liquid net worth of about a million dollars. And this could be in different forms, but ultimately that sets you apart from accredited and non-accredited. And you go through an application process where that's basically just the box you check that I make, you know, a quarter a year and I, uh, you know, have this, this overall net worth of a million. And that allows you to get access to different investments that non-accredited investors do not get. And this is why I feel that marketplaces like Flippa are so important because unaccredited investors can go in, get 
some exposure to this new asset class of purchasing websites directly from their sellers. So Filippo is merely acting as the marketplace, facilitating these conversations and these fluid transactions to take place. And they're making their money off of the transaction itself uh, and also keeping it secure using escrow so that everyone is aligned. And I'm a very, very big fan of untraditional investments, as many of you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast whatsoever uh, before this episode, you've, you've learned that I am very bullish on all sorts of alternative investments because things that are traditional have these sorts of red tape lines all around them that keep the masses from investing in them. But yet, we can drive to Vegas right now. Everybody listening, we can all hop into a bus and I can take you to Vegas Everybody can dump all of their bank account onto black or red. We could spin the wheel and everyone could lose their money um, and no problem. But you can't get access to certain deals that yield you know, 10 plus percent. They're considered risky and it's a protection. So I don't want to dive too much down that rabbit hole of uncredited and accredited. But I do want to say that it is important to me that people understand these assets are extremely high yielding assets that are relatively inexpensive in the grand scheme of things, you know, $100,000, $50,000, $20,000, some $10,000, uh, some $5,000. Like the barrier to entry is, is much lower than something like buying an apartment complex or buying a home uh, in real estate or an investment property. So I, I'm very bullish on this, have been for a long time, love the marketplace, love the business model, love the uh, buyer and seller interaction uh, and interface. So it was really great to sit down with Blake, and I don't want to do it any injustice and talk briefly about what he talks about. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview with Blake Hutchinson, the CEO of Flippa.com. I am here with Blake Hutchinson, the CEO of Flippa.com. How are you today, Blake? Good, Steve. How are you? Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, for sure. I'm doing doing fantastic. So Blake and I were just catching up a little bit about Flippa and my experience with it. And a few listeners slash viewers have, have heard my story about buying and selling businesses, but I'd love to hear your story, Blake, like how a um, little bit about your background and, and how you came to start such an awesome company like Flippa. Yeah, thanks, Steve. I appreciate the opportunity of being on the show. Thanks again. Mm -hmm. My my background's pretty diverse. Um, I've recently joined Flipper as the CEO, so I've been in position there for uh, just over nine months, and that's um, that's I suppose the the end of what has been a really really good and interesting journey for myself from from both a, um, a technology landscape, but also from a professional learning landscape. I've learned um, a lot from the diverse and successful businesses that I've worked in. So. I've recently, uh, before Flipper that is, uh, spent some time uh, back in Australia uh, where I'm, I'm sitting right now uh, working for companies like Xero. Uh, so I was on the Australian leadership team there and Xero is obviously uh, a very fast growth uh, ASX listed company, so Australian Stock Exchange listed company. Most people do know it. However, it's a big competi in big competition to Intuit and uh, taking on the small business accounting software space. And then I, uh, I ran a business called Luxury Escapes. Uh, Luxury Escapes is a, a $300 million uh, online travel business uh, selling packaged holidays, uh, which are well-priced, which they take out to a largely Australian but growing Southeast Asian and North American customer base. 
and then uh, nine months ago joined Flipper. I'd actually tried to sell my own business on Flipper uh, back in, uh, what was that? So that would be back in 2014 and had a probably a similar experience to yourself there actually, Steve, uh, from, at least from the seller's standpoint, I think you're a buyer on Flipper, but um, hugely rich community of, of buyers and sellers trading assets and online businesses and had a, had a very interesting experience myself going through that, that process. I owned a, a marketplace. It was a marketplace for specialty food retailers. And so we dropped that on the Flipper platform for sale back in uh, 2014. So became very familiar with the business back then. Uh, and over time have uh, kept an eye on the business and was ultimately approached by the, the founding team, uh, two marketplace entrepreneurs, Matt Miskovic and Mark Harbottle. Uh, who are also the co-founders of 99designs. And so I found myself a flipper about nine months ago. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. I think it's so important to be on both the buyer and seller side to experience that because I, um, I very much started out as a buyer. And then once you get very almost identical to real estate, that's how I describe a lot of this to people is, you know, if you buy a website and you want to fix it up, almost like rehabbing real estate, you could flip it right back on the website if you so, so choose to. So um, as far as like, that's great to know that you, you're in control now. That's awesome. Having, having met many CEOs, many founders and, and many um, operators, I think it's important to have like a hands-on feel for the business from the ground up. Uh, that's why I always recommend if you're at a startup, get your hands in on the customer service, learn what the customers are doing, learn what people dislike, like about your business. Um, and I think it's, it's fantastic that you actually were a seller uh, and then went for, uh, into the CEO. That's awesome. So as far as like the team now, you, you joined nine months ago, how big was the team? Um, I guess when you joined, is it bigger now? Is it smaller now? And uh, where's everybody based and are you guys distributed? Yeah, thanks. Uh, great question. We're, we're distributed. So we have a, a relatively medium-sized team here in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, so we're 20, 20 strong here. And that's predominantly our product and engineering function. And so what we've got is a, a team of engineers, uh, the business, uh, the platform's built on Ruby and they are working with uh, a head of product, obviously myself, and we've got a core operations team working out of Melbourne as well. We have a distributed sales and account management function. Uh, we run relatively lean, which I know you're quite familiar with uh, from your personal background. And so we've got account management across either the sell side, the buy side, or with broker management, and that's a distributed function. So we've got account management and sales working across Melbourne, Barcelona, uh, Austin, Texas, and in Baltimore. And then we have a small team also working out of Manila, which is predominantly customer support. Excellent. That's a lot of time zones that you have covered. <laughs> yeah, you're doing, uh, you're doing interesting hours if you're in my position, but um, look, it makes for a very interesting challenge because Flip is a global community. And yeah. so we have uh, fast growth communities across Southeast Asia. Obviously the business is predominantly built and run and backed by our community 
operating in North America, but it is very much a distributed community buying and selling. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that I've advocated for a lot because there are, there are brokerages out there. And I saw that you guys um, have released recently more of like a, a brokerage style feel um, or like a redesign of the front, the front end. And I wanted to touch on that in a minute, but I, I love the, and, and what I tell people is, you know, if you want to control the entire transaction yourself, um, you know, not that a lot of brokerages are, are controlling a lot of it, but they are, they kind of are with the deal flow of the, of the buyers if you're selling and vice versa. So um, that is fundamentally to me, the most important part to Flippa, that marketplace, that fluid marketplace of assets and allowing people the freedom to communicate amongst themselves and just sitting as the, the marketplace. So with that being said, are, are you guys offering, um, and I wanted to touch also on financing, but are you guys offering like a brokerage style um, in addition to the marketplace? Or are you guys going to stick with just the free, the free flowing marketplace? And, and what does that look like? Yeah. So the marketplace is the core flipper business mm -hmm. and that will remain the case certainly for a very long time. I can't imagine that we would ever be a business other than a marketplace and platform business. In fact, we absolutely believe in, in the network effect that Flipper has right now um, and we'll continue to invest there. The interesting thing is over time, the, the average asset value on Flipper has increased. And so with increasing value, you've got complexity of sale. And so what we need to do is apply a layer of uh, people, well, intervention is not the right, right word, but people assistance. And so whilst we won't ever be a broker, we do believe that buyers and sellers, and simply because they're telling us, want the assistance of some good minds at the table. Now, as you know, there's, there's actually there's a, a big community of regular buyers and sellers who operate on the Flipper marketplace. But in reality, the businesses that we're, the online website, the, the websites and online businesses that we're seeing sell are being bought by new community members. And so new community members typically need help. Uh, if they're a seller, they need to understand how to set their business up for sale, what the value of that business might be, um, how to use the platform in its simplest form. And if you're a buyer, you need to understand, uh, obviously, again, how the Flipper platform works, how to conduct due diligence, where you might be able to avail yourself of financing, um, how the contract of sale process works, ultimately how the due diligence process works. And a lot of these uh, processes, the marketplace does a good job of, but the higher the value of the transaction, regardless of how strong the marketplace is, people will typically need some help. Yeah. And so that's really what our approach to, to buying and selling is right now. It's really just to provide that assisted service. But to your point, there is a great network of brokers out there around the world. And our view is that they are partners of ours. Uh, we completely accept and value uh, the, the part that they have and the, pl uh, the place they have in the ecosystem. And so we partner with those guys. Excellent. Excellent. And that, that leads me into uh, my my question about financing. So um, uh, having a background in fintech and having a, a background, especially in lending, when I saw that you guys were offering finance, that to me was kind of an aha 
moment where I said, okay, wow, literally the whole supply chain of buyer to seller and then digging even deeper in to the buyer, allowing financing lowers the barrier to entry, in my opinion. Um, And I think that that was a a substantial move and that was recent. So I I believe that that was you're doing, but I'd love to learn more about what 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 brought you guys to do that and um, what does it look like? Yeah, great point. I mean, I think that critically uh, speaking, most high value deals are subject to some kind of financing arrangement. Mm-hmm. And that can take on many forms, seller financing, uh, a 401k rollover or, or Rob's loan, um, an SBA financing loan, or of course, um, some people are still taking out a standard bank loan to buy a business. Now, that that means that Flipper needs to have some part to play in that ecosystem, and we get to see the deal flow. And so, by seeing the deal, seeing the deal flow, seeing the businesses that come on board, we're able to essentially assess those businesses for financing. Um, now, the assessment may be formal in partnership with a a bank or non-bank lender, but it can also be informal in the event that the seller is open to something like seller financing, we can provide education around that and set them up to be able to offer that to a potential buyer. And so, yes, what we've done is we've started out with a partnership with Guidant Financial, and that's the beginnings of what we think could be a very, very rich uh, lending ecosystem. And to be candid, it's in its infancy right now. So all that really happens is a buyer can get pre-qualified for a loan. And when they find a business on Flipper, they can then present that business to Guidant Financial for assessment and hopefully speed up that lending process. So it is in its infancy, but I would say that 50% of all deals we see over $100,000 in value have some financing aspect to them, which is yeah. extraordinary, right? Yeah. Cash is cheap right now and uh, people are more likely to want to use a financing arrangement. And uh, to some extent, it also gives uh, buyers who are less, um, well, less wealthy the opportunity to participate in the ecosystem, which I think is fantastic. It's such a burgeoning environment. There is so many amazing online businesses out there and we need to give more buyers the opportunity to, uh, instead of start those businesses, buy businesses and, and, and take on established traction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's great that you see that the same way is that it's, it's the ability to allow more people um, access. And that, that to me was what I, the aha moment where when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is excellent. Because first of all, Flippa is a, a free marketplace to go in. There's a transaction after you know, the uh, transaction begins as escrow. And for everybody listening, I've, I've advocated for this in the past where in the US, at least, there's um, an accreditation that happens. And uh, non-accredited investors are, you know, very highly uh, regulated, I guess you could say. It's meant for protection, but in reality, you could go to Vegas and just bet all your money away if you wanted to. So um, there are alternative asset classes that exist on Flippa, online businesses, that I find to be an amazing, amazing 
alternative uh, to these whole, uh, you know, accredited versus non-accredited because it's a marketplace and you're talking to another person uh, that's willing to transact with you. So um, with that being said, I guess we mentioned traction or you just mentioned it. So where, where are you guys at um, as far as numbers that you can mention and share with buyers, sellers, maybe businesses sold? Um, what, what can you share as far as traction goes? Yeah, I, I can talk to uh, sell side and buy side intent. So what's actually happening on the marketplace from a, a transactional perspective. So the, the critical thing about uh, the buying and selling of websites and online businesses is to some extent, we haven't hit the tipping point yet. Um, the digital small business economy is rich, but it's getting richer by the day. Um, there are lud ludicrous statistics around as to the size of that um, ecosystem globally, and we're obviously tapping into that. But I truly believe that the I truly believe that we we are nowhere near uh, the tipping point, and the the evolution of the digital economy as it relates to small business ownership is is fast growth. Flipper sees around four thousand online businesses or websites list each month. Now that excludes apps and domains. So on the Flipper marketplace, just to be clear, we have websites and online businesses, and then we have domains and apps. And domains and apps are isolated as different assets. And it's mostly, not always the case, but it's mostly a different buyer base. And so that's why we isolate those numbers. And so the fastest growing area of Flipper is obviously websites and online businesses. And they're the, they're the, uh, they're the, the sellers which are seeing the most value from the platform right now. From a buy side perspective, and I must admit, um, this is a relatively new measure, a new metric for us, if you like, because historically, whilst we understood if someone bought something, they were a buyer, and if someone sold something, they were a seller, we hadn't really isolated the buyer pool. And so we're now doing that. So mid-January, mid-January, apologies, uh, we, we launched buyer registration. And essentially what a buyer can now do is create a set of preferences, essentially what we call a buyer mandate. And that enables us to then match them up to relevant assets, online businesses, websites, etc. And so we're seeing four and a half thousand new verified buyers come through the platform each month. And so what they do is they create a preference center. Uh, they go through identity verification. It's free. There's no cost to a buyer. It's really show, so that we know what to match them up to. And so they're the, um, they're the two areas of the marketplace that we're, we're really thinking about right now because marketplaces are amazing in the sense that there's a richness of information. But to some extent, they're also a bit of a, a maze uh, yeah. The art of a marketplace is being able to serve up the right thing to the right person at the right time and facilitate that traction, transaction at speed and try to close down on some of the friction that they might find in a real world environment. And so that's what we're working on right now. We're seeing about 50, depending on the month, it's um, given we're such a high value business, uh, there is some lumpiness to the way we operate. So depending on a month, we'll see 50 to 100 small websites or online businesses sold. Okay. Excellent. That's a healthy marketplace. I mean, both and then, sides. And then I should say, and then tens of thousands of smaller assets sold. Got it. In Got any it. given month. Got it. Yeah. I, I think um, education is going to be key with, 
you know, new, new investors coming on. I think that, uh, you know, with, when it comes to educating people on what they're buying, it's almost like the difference between an act, someone investing and someone just kind of speculating where an investor is a very educated in, in what they're putting their money into. So I think education is going to be, um, such a fundamental piece to, to onboarding those four and a half thousand buyers every month. And probably it would increase the bottom line. Eventually after you see people that are understanding how to communicate, they're learning about different deal structures like earnouts that in my opinion are probably the most uh, fundamental thing for beginners to understand where it's like the seller financing of this space. And uh, for everybody listening, that's not familiar with that. It's, it's where a, a seller agrees to, you know, take a, a small percentage up front, and then monthly profit is given to um, the uh, the the seller. And basically, they can seller finance to the uh, or owner finance to the buyer, and small chunks are paid out each month to um, the seller from the buyer. And I think that education around those things is is going to be so fundamental. Um, in the future of Flippa. Well, you've got a super ahead. interesting point there, Steve. I think that uh, we're seeing more and more deals done with seller finance. It gives uh, both the buyer and seller a lot of com- confidence and comfort. So think of, think of the seller like the bank. Uh, they are essentially uh, giving you the access to the asset uh, for a lower upfront price and then you repay that seller back over time um, on some agreed amount. What we're typically seeing is that seller financing deals are done on a, a 5 to 10% interest uh, rate. Obviously, payable repayments are typically payable monthly. We're seeing everything from repayments made over a, a six-month to a 36-month period, sometimes even for, the, for, um, for a lot longer, depending on the size of the business. But we're seeing a lot of deals done in that regard. I think it's becoming very, very common. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, even if, if people listening have, have seen my YouTube series on Flippa, uh, you've seen that I, I did a deal for 50 K that was an earnout where it was 50% up front, 80% of net profit each month was brought to, to me. And then ideally there was a balloon payment at the end of 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, eventually we just ironed it out into perpetuity. So it was just this kind of consistent, um, return, but that it's a, it's a fantastic space and I love that you guys are, are doing all of this for investors and, and helping people understand um, what's, what's coming. So with that said, what, what can we expect from Flippa over the next few months, quarters, years? What, what, are, you, what are you looking at? Yes, there's a couple of things. Firstly, uh, markets. So uh, we're seeing a lot of demand out of Southeast Asia. Um, it's one of the fast, fastest growing digital um, digital small business economies. And so we're seeing good deal sizes come out of those markets and a, and a very mature um, Southeast Asian seller base. So if, you're, if you are an investor, if you are an acquirer of online businesses, uh, take a very good look at some of the e-commerce businesses coming out, of, um, coming out of Asia, in particular, Indonesia, Vietnam, and Singapore. I think there's some good deals to be done there. So markets uh, will, will continue to to acquire new sellers across um, across the globe, and then um, the service proposition itself. So what we're doing right now is we're 
I guess, reinvesting in some core features which the marketplace have come to love over many, many years. So we were able to um, figure out that the watching of a seller or a group of sellers is, is absolutely critical to the onboarding of a buyer and ultimately the education of a buyer and finally um, a buyer ultimately acquiring something. So we're, we're investing in that watch functionality, uh, enabling investors to watch the right business owners at the right time so that they're getting a, a ready, ready access to new businesses that they come on board. And probably the, the, the newest thing would be we're working on this concept called the negotiation hub. It's really just an evolution of the Flipper discussion forum, but with a whole um, range of, of new features. So you'll be able to have recorded, uh, recorded phone calls like we are right now. Um, that's great from the perspective of being able to um, save into a profile any given conversation that you've had with a buyer or seller, particularly as it relates to a negotiation. Uh, we're also baking in um, some legal services. So you'll be able to tap into a network of lawyers on the platform. So once you've actually got a, a firm offer, you can then work with a, a network of uh, mostly North American based lawyers to begin with who are, who are familiar with online asset and online business purchases and can help you through that process. Uh, and in addition to that, we'll obviously be evolving our lending proposition. So there's a, there's a lot on the radar, but we are very conscious of uh, change fatigue. And so we're, we're making sure that we invest first and foremost into the marketplace dynamic and keeping that as rich as we can. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I, I found, um, as, as a final note, the, the watch feature is definitely one of my favorite features, and I have seen people get creative with it. Uh, I want to say like a year ago, <laughs> there was a guy who I was following and every time a comment was posted, it, it sends you, you know, a notification if you're watching them and it was him commenting on updates. So I was, <laughs> I was getting emails with the updates that he was sending on the comments of the post, which was pretty brilliant. I mean, it was his own way of sending me an update um, to my inbox and it's just amazing how when you give people things, they just figure out a way to, to not necessarily abuse it, but stretch what it's for. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And the community is so large on Flipper. So there are lots of creative entrepreneurs <laughs> doing very, very funny things with the functionality. The one thing I'll say, I think it's a really awesome stat, is we figured out that 50% um, of the buyers on Flipper have watched 10 or more listings before purchasing. Oh. And so it shows you that People are, um, well, they're browsing for one and two, that it's, it's unlike most marketplaces. It's not, it's not the type of thing where you find exactly what you're looking for on day one. There is a bit of an incubation period. Yeah. Yeah. That's excellent. Cool. Well, uh, how, can, how can people help? How can they, uh, you know, contact you guys and how can they sign up? Yeah. So there's a couple of things. If you're a buyer, um, definitely hit Flipper. Uh, register, create a buyer profile, and immediately uh, we will save those preferences. We'll start sending you relevant listings. But also there is a um, there is a buyer management service. So if people just feel like they need a little bit of help, uh, there's a, a call to action on the homepage. It simply says, do you want to talk to a buyer manager? Um, so register there and, and we'll get in touch and help you to understand how Flipper works, one. But two, we'll also be on a hand to to actually pick out businesses which we think are relevant for you because it can become 
um, one, all-consuming, but it's, it's also a little bit intimidating when you first come across the marketplace and so many listings. So that's from a buyer service perspective. Um, on the sell side, we have account management. So um, the minute you list um, over a certain value, you get assigned to an account manager, and that account manager will be in one of our offices around the world. So you're not, you're not alone. Um, it is a self-service marketplace, and that's how we've seen it grow to the size that it is today. But you're not alone. Uh, we've obviously got a, a relatively big team which is on hand to help with both buy and sell side services. Of course, if you want to hit me up directly, no problem whatsoever. I'm at Blake at Flipper.com. I'm always into customer feedback. I spend a lot of my time speaking to buyers and sellers, uh, just hearing what they like about the, the marketplace. I was on with a couple of uh, sellers out of Moldova late last night, actually, just hearing what their experience was with Flipper and their feedback. So always willing and uh, open to a chat and just to hear from our community what they think of what we're up to. Excellent. Well, you've heard it, ladies and gentlemen, a, a CEO getting his hands in dirty with the customer service. I love it. I love it. That's raw feedback. Well, thanks so much for sitting down with me, Blake. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. It's wonderful to uh, have a chat and um, big part of uh, thanks for being a part of the community. It's wonderful to hear. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs>